The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Mark. Glory to you, O Lord. The apostles gathered together with Jesus and reported all they had done and taught. He said to them, Come away by yourselves to a deserted place and rest a while. People were coming and going in great numbers, and they had no opportunity even to eat. So they went off in the boat by themselves to a deserted place. People saw them leaving, and many came to know about it. They hastened there on foot from all the towns and arrived at the place before them. When Jesus disembarked and saw the vast crowd, his heart was moved with pity for them, for they were like sheep without a shepherd, and he began to teach them many things. The Gospel of the Lord. Yeah, just so we're somewhat properly situated in the thing, um, you know, here in the Gospel of Mark, we're, we're in that scene that immediately precedes uh, the, the feeding of the multitude. And, um, you know, it's the, you know, Jesus, the, the attractive force, right, that we're, that we're seeing uh, depicted so well. He's, uh, he's receiving his apostles after having sent them out. We've got all these great stories, right? All the, all the great wonders that God is, is working in them and through them. I want to share all those things. And, uh, and Jesus wants, uh, seems to be that he wants some space to, to process those things with them, to work with them um, closely uh, in order to probably to refine any number of the things that he's already begun to, to teach them, uh, both about uh, the kingdom, the kingdom project, God's reign, and then what that looks like in, in practical detail. Uh, in in their hearts and uh, and their lives, and uh, you know, as soon as he uh, as as soon as he sets off, they set off. Um, people come to know about it, and uh, and they come there um, on foot from all the towns. And they are. This is. I mean, this is the worst, really. You know, they arrived at the place before them. You know, so it's not even like they they got there. They were hang, They had like five seconds to to just kind of get their bearings or whatever, like as they're showing up, you know, here is, um, you know, not the space uh, that, will, that will allow them to, uh, to do the work that, that they have to do. Now, granted, of course, yeah, Jesus is going to take care of this some other time, and he's totally unflappable. There's not, there's not even any sense that, you know, this, this isn't according to plan. It's just the, the nature of, uh, of his life, his life of, of preaching and healing and the, and the desperation of the people to, to see him and, uh, and to follow him, to, to be healed by him, to receive direction from, from him. Yeah, so, and part of, part of this actually is a properly reflection on, on the passage or two that, that comes immediately prior to this, where uh, we see discussion of um, John the Baptist and Herod. Herod. And Herod is, uh, you know, is, is uh, say, posturing uh, as the... Um, the king of the Jews, right? So he, he is the one who's, who's making that declaration, at least, or perhaps the proclamation. He's telling everybody, right? He, he wants to be, he's putting on airs as the king of the Jews. So he's the one who's going to lead God's people. He's going to lead Israel, um, just as, you know, all those glimpses of, of David we get and Solomon, right? He, this is the kind of figure that Herod um, is, say, proposing to be. But it's clear from the state of the people that he's not, Right? And, and when we see the commentary that they are, they're like sheep without a shepherd, you know, they, are, they are like subjects without a king. And they don't have, they don't have 
the guidance, they don't have the direction, they don't have the strength or sustenance. They're not receiving any of the benefits of having a king, no matter, no matter what this guy, you know, is, is proclaiming. And significantly, right, Jesus is on the scene as the king. They are drawn to him. And he, even before we get to the feeding of, of the multitude, he is directing them, nourishing them, and sustaining them in, uh, in the most practical ways uh, and in really, um, you know, every, every imaginable way. And I think, you know, a look back at just the really one word of commentary on the first reading to say, um, you know, when Solomon asking for understanding and, and being blessed with understanding, this really ought to be, I think, um, you know, a gift that we ask for understanding, yeah, and I know that, I think, I think that we're prevented from asking for the gift of understanding because we, we live pretty fast-paced lives, and even if we don't, even if we're not living fast-paced lives, we're living kind of on the surface, like superficial lives, at least so much of, of the demanded activity of our, of our day is kind of quick, and it, it's kind of superficial. And we're not that keen on understanding then, right? We're, we're, this, is, this is the plight or the situation of, of modern man. It's all about manipulation, right? It's all about making something do something for me, right? And, and so many of our tasks and our goals and whatever, so many of our, um, our, our check boxes, it's, it's all about getting something to fit somewhere else. You know, um, how do we say, figuring out a problem and the, the quicker to fix, the better, right? This is the kind of space that we live in so often. And in that space, we don't, we don't need understanding as, as much as we need um, technical know-how, right? You, know, you need to know how to, like, screw the, the bolt on, you know, like this is the, or you need to know how to hammer the nail or something. But we're, we're not that keen on understanding. We're not keen on, we've been habituated away from Try, discovering a thing as it is, and then honoring the thing as it is, as, say, good and God-given. Yeah, I'm, by the looks of things, I'm just rambling, you know? <laughs> it's like, yeah, I'm a philosopher king in action, you know? It's like, okay, pretty useless. Anyway, Jesus was, Jesus was doing this and more, okay? So he's giving them some glimpse at understanding the way, the way things are, before the way things work, and then how they're to play their, their role in God's plan, right, in his creation. And, uh, okay, I'll give you a better one, because you, know you know I like this one, yeah? He's moved with compassion, so he's moved in his heart, but really the expression there would have been he's moved in his guts. Yeah, so it, Jesus, not, Jesus is not the philosopher king, right? So in the, in the sense that, yeah, he's, he's teaching them, leading them, guiding them, whatever, but there's this very like visceral leadership. Yeah, Jesus loves these people with a real kind of desperation and he's eager on providing for them what they're otherwise lacking. And he's going to do it in every possible way. We're going to see in the next scene, he's going to provide for their physical needs as well, right? But the reality is, yeah, Jesus is at the center. We also come from every town to see him. We know that he has what we need even when we don't know what we need. We're going, to, we're going to come to him in our need, and he's going to provide for us. And then having provided for us and, and say, making us 
Jesus-centered people were able to, say, spill out as Jesus-centered people with the, with the guidance, the direction, the strength, and sustenance that he's giving us so that we can, we can bring that to the people that, that God is now entrusting to our care, for the people that Jesus today is causing to cross our path. Right? So this is, this is the sense of, again, Jesus as king. He's my king. Right? He's your king. But we want to live in that. We want to live fully into that relationship today. We're entrusting ourselves to Him, to His rule. We're not only living under His rule; we're becoming agents of His rule. And His rule is self-giving love. His rule is mercy. And so that that is say that our our big challenge today is to live out of His store of mercy for us, and bring His mercy to life for the people that He's entrusting to our care.